Welcome to FranPath Consulting Podcast. I'm Sam Schweitzer. And I'm Brittany Bodie. And together we are FranPath Consulting. Hey, Britt. Hey, Sam. How are you today? Good. Good, good. Just coming off of a turkey hangover <laughs> weekend and, and back in business. How about you? Good. A little bit tired. We had a lot of fun, but we did the family tour. So we flew back home to Myrtle Beach and we were there for about 72 hours. So anytime you're jumping on a plane and making moves and trying to make the rounds to see all the family, it's always, always hectic, but a lot of fun. And it's been a while since we've seen a lot of our family. So it was great to catch up with everybody. How was Thanksgiving? Really good, really quiet. We were just at the house and no, nobody really truly loves turkey in our family. So we did prime rib, uh, just had a really relaxing time. And you know, I'm usually the one on planes. So for once we were just stagnant. We had people at the house and went to the movies, haven't done that since before COVID. So just a really fun time overall. That's great. Everybody needs a little R&R. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to the rest of the holiday season and beyond. And I, I think it's always great. It feels good to be able to see family again. And it, it's definitely feeling more normal. I agree. I think it's those little moments that we may have taken for granted a few years ago that we're really thankful for now. Absolutely. I mean, there were definitely times I would complain about getting on an airplane or having to get things ready. And there is a different sense of, okay, we definitely are so blessed to have everybody healthy and around and to be able to actually see our family. Mm -hmm. You know, we went around the table and we talked a little bit about what we're thankful for. I don't know if you guys do that. I know it's something most families do, but we talked about what we're thankful for. You know, there's some things that are obvious, our health, our family, our well-being, but something that I am very thankful for is the ability to be an entrepreneur and the flexibility that that's granted us in our family and really being able to, to manage our own schedule, to find time for friends and family and being an entrepreneur is definitely at the top of my list of what I'm thankful for. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. Just the things that it's afforded our family, it not, not about wealth in the monetary form, but in the form of time. And I think the, the more you grow in life and the more your family grows, the more the gift of time is absolutely the most precious thing that you can have. And, and being able to attend every baseball game and being able to go to every Christmas concert and fly out to see parents that live far away, it's truly a gift. It really is. Well, I think between the two of us, we have a lot to be thankful for this year. And somebody that I know we're each very thankful for, our guest for the day, someone that we've had the pleasure of working with for years, who I would consider a friend, someone extremely well-known and respected in the industry. Today, I'd like to welcome our guest, Sherry Sieber, who is the president of Fran Fund. Well, good afternoon, Brittany and Sam. I'm so honored to be here with you both. 
Um, I'm excited about Fran Path and all the clients you're working with and that you are referring to Fran Fund. We really appreciate it and look forward to your successes. Thank you so much. And I just want to take a minute to talk about Sherry and Fran Fund's reputation in the franchise industry because we are niche and they really are the gold standard of customer service, funding education, finding the right solution for people. So if you don't think you have enough money, if you don't know where to get the money, they're constantly working with our clients to help them figure out different solutions. And that is very atypical of any lender. (laughs) So very exciting. And I'm so happy to have you on the podcast today, Sherry. Thank you. I think um, you hit perfectly on what we consider to be our biggest differentiator is the communication and the understanding that we have of what our candidates or clients are going through and how to fit them with the right funding solution for their particular situation. Because funding is one size does not fit all. Everybody needs a custom solution. They really do. Yeah. Funding is not one size fit all. And I think what we have learned as we work with our clients half the time they don't really even know what's out there. But before we dive into what the options are, I'd love if you would just give a little bit of a background on yourself and your company. Um, Culture is key in anything that we do. You hear us talk a lot on the podcast about culture. Sherry, I think you've created one of the best cultures in franchising. So anything you'd share about your background and the company's background, I think we'd really appreciate well, thank you for the compliment. And I, I, I will have to say that we are very proud of the team that, that we've built here. Um, my, I have to give the, the franchising background in this family, uh, my husband and I own Fran Fund, uh, comes from my husband, Jeff Sieber, who is our CEO and founder. Um, Jeff, his entire career has been in franchising, starting with Domino's Pizza, when they had 300 stores worldwide. If you can think about what a growth uh, path that's been. So Jeff has been a franchisor, a franchisee, a franchise development, franchise consultant, and the funding piece was the perfect way to tie all of that together because that was the part that was missing. For me, um, the majority of my career was in uh, operations um, with Motorola, and that included running factories and supply chain and all of that. And uh, I had at one time responsibility for seven factories around the world, portions of those. And then I was recruited from there to go to a company called Flextronics, which is a contract manufacturer. So Motorola then became my customer. And there is when I made the switch from operations to the sales side of the business. And uh, that's really what I love simply because I truly love people. So uh, when you are in the sales side of a business, you get to see into a little, little peek into people's lives as they go through the process of finding the right franchise and making that decision and then 
and we get to see them get them open and become successful. And so we love that. Um, we had to put a team together or we knew we needed to put a team together that understood all of that. And one of the things I'm most proud of is we have very little turnover at our company. We are a team. There is no competitive uh, feeling between any of the team members. They all adopt our philosophy of a rising tide raises all boats. And we're really proud of that. And that's both for our outside team and our internal team that supports and executes on the funding solutions that we offer. And we've seen that firsthand throughout the years with FranFund, just truly how much they support each other and, and us on our side of the business and our clients. So would you just go into a little bit for people listening what is FranFund and what type of services do you offer? Well, I first have to explain the name. Um, anybody that's around franchising for more than five minutes realizes that the Fran part is possibly overused. <laughs> uh, definitely <laughs> overused, but it, ha it has to be. Fran stands for franchising, so Fran Fund, Franchise Funding. Um, and we were actually the pioneer company that put multiple funding solutions under one roof. Um, our competitors, they always say, um, you know, replication is, is a big compliment. So all of our competitors quickly realized that, hey, that's a pretty good idea. So they followed, followed suit. But we were really the first to say, okay, these new franchise brands or new first-time business owners more than new franchise brands, um, they most likely are not able to walk into a bank and say, hey, I want a loan for this business. They need some help. And so one of the things that we do is uh, we offer a suite of options, including SBA funding. Now, we are not a bank, so we do the first level, first level of underwriting for SBA loans and we have a portfolio of lenders across the country that understand the value proposition of, of franchising and they want to work with the brands that we bring them. And we as FranFund have built such a great reputation for bringing lenders good candidates, good qualified candidates, because we do that pre-qualification in-house. Um, and so they want more for, uh, from us. So that's a good thing for the candidates that we have solutions because believe it or not, uh, lenders like certain types of deals. So not every lender wants to do every type of franchise brand. So that's why we have to have choices around the country. The second product that's a major uh, solution for the franchise industry is the what the IRS affectionately calls ROBS which stands for Rollover for Business Startup. And that's simply a process where you can use pre-tax dollars to invest in your own business. And that's a, a very popular way for uh, franchises, franchisees to get funded using their own dollars. Um, we also have a few other solutions if, if none of those work, but those are kind of the two most popular. 
So, you know, with the SBA loan, I think Sam and I hear a lot from our clients. Um, I've got a great relationship with my local bank. I would say that's something I hear just about every day. And my response always is, I get it. Me too. I've had the same bank since I was a kid. Um, so I understand that. But, you know, they don't typically understand franchise funding. And you said something that really resonates with me. And I think we help resonate with our clients, which is, not every lender is going to like what you are trying to secure as a business, right? There's something for everyone. As you look at SBA lending, is there one type of SBA loans or are there multiple options inside of SBA? Okay. Well, you, you just said a mouthful. So I have to comment uh, before I answer your question, if you don't mind. Of course. Um, banks. So, so back in, you know, I'm older than you guys, uh, but back in my father's days, you know, he could go down to the local bank and get a loan. And there was only one or two decision makers that enabled him to get a loan. In this current environment, um, all lending decisions are made by committee at banks. So it's, and it may have to go to the committee more than once to actually pass through. They have capacity issues at lenders uh, just like everywhere else. So maybe they are able to review 10 loans every week and you're number 11, your loan's going to wait till the following week to get approved. And that's assuming you get your loan there. Um, we call the folks, this, this is probably a mildly derogatory phrase, but the young, nice looking young men and women, women that are sitting in the lobby of banks behind mahogany desks, um, they are trained to get new business, not necessarily do your loan. They want your checking account, your savings account, your securities account, all of those things. So when you say, you know, I'd like a loan for my franchise. Okay. And I'm considering such and such brand. Do you fund that? Yes. Um, so the person leaves the bank thinking that, yeah, they're going to go to that bank and get a loan, but all they've been agreed to is yes, we do loans and yes, that's a franchise. <laughs> so it's, it's much deeper than that. But the SBA has um, a few different products, but the ones that are most appropriate for the franchise space is the 7A loan, which goes from 50 to $5 million. And the SBA is uh, an express loan, which is a particular product that's for 150,000 and under. So that product, the express loan has been very useful in the last few years in franchising because it's good for service-based businesses, not a brick and mortar type situation. And they get done very quickly, gives you the working capital you need to get open and a little bit less paperwork than the 7A. But again, it's not one size fits all. That's really interesting. And yeah, express loans have been set on such a high lately. We've noticed a lot of people leaning in that direction. But I also, I think the biggest front runner for us with our clients has been ROBS. I mean, the, the 401k rollover program, can you explain how that's not illegal? Because I do think that's the number one question that we get asked is, isn't this illegal? How could I access pre-tax money to make a post-tax purchase without penalty? So is there any clarification you can give around that at all? 
I can tell you that the reason it is legal was from the ERISA Act of 1974. ERISA is an acronym that stands for Employee Retirement Investment uh, Securities Act. And it was when uh, some of the people that were working in 1974, companies used to offer a pension. In 1974, when they did this act, that's when it changed from pensions to retirement accounts. And so that's when it became legal. What this process is, it's actually brilliant. Um, it's, you can, what, what happens is a basic uh, process here is we would set up a corporation and that's the operating entity for the business. We would also set up a new 401k profit sharing plan that is sponsored by that company. And that is the same way that Fortune 500 companies are set up with their retirement, their retirement plans with their employees. So what would happen is the, the potential franchisee, we would roll their funds from a previous employer's 401k or their IRA or about 20 other types of retirement accounts that I won't list out here, but into the new 401k plan. And then as trustee of that plan, they would decide to make a prudent investment that would grow their retirement funds. It just so happens that that prudent investment would be to buy stock in that new company. So at the end of that transaction, the candidate has cash that can be used for any legitimate business expense. And the retirement account has stock that is equal to the value of that investment. And so at the beginning of the transaction, let's say it's $100,000 for my easy math brain. Okay, we'd issue, a, let's say, 100,000 shares of stock at a dollar a piece. So on that day, they're worth a dollar a piece. But in two years, they may be worth $2 or $3, et cetera, et cetera. And so you are using those pre-tax dollars. Now, the IRS is giving you a um, basically a loan because you know, they are going to want their money at some point, right? <clears throat> but they won't collect it until you've actually sell the business, pay off your creditors, shut down your office, and now you pay off your shareholders. And if your shareholder is still your 401k plan, that's where the pre-tax money goes back into. And then you start taking distributions at 59 and a half and play ordinary income tax, or at 70 and a half, you start taking mandatory distributions. And so hopefully if you as a franchisee have gotten up every morning and worked hard as the franchisor would want you to do, um, then you're growing the value of that company and you will have done a better job than Merrill Lynch or Smith Barney or whatever other investment house would have held your stocks, bonds and securities. Yeah, it's a great program that I would say most of our clients don't know about upfront. And if they don't have retirement funds that qualify, or if they don't want to go for an SBA loan, are there other options that they can consider for funding? Well, there's certain brands would have an equipment leasing option. Um, there's also the home equity line of credit, which could be considered for some folks. Um, there is Securities-backed funding, which is kind of brilliant. If you have a portfolio of stocks, bonds, mutual funds, cash, you can go straight to the holder of that portfolio and say, 
I'd like to get a loan against my portfolio. And that can happen very quickly at a very low interest rate. And uh, many people use that as the equity injection for an SBA loan, and then they can pay it back um, as agreed to with the portfolio holder. But that's a great option. The last one is an unsecured line of credit. Um, and so multiple options can be offered to candidates. Thank you so much. I, I just think there's so many things to learn in that realm that are abstract at best, even to people that are familiar with the lending landscape. Now, I do want to pivot because we've known you for a while. One of my favorite things about you is you're a great storyteller. Um, I just always, I love seeing you outside of the traditional environment at conferences. And we just want you to share any kind of your worst lending scenario that you've had with our listeners, the horror story. Give us the juicy scoop on what not to do. So if potential franchisees are listening, this is the prototype not to be. Um, I really uh, could go for two or three days on, on this topic, but here, <laughs> here is, here's one of my favorites. Um, we, we had a, a man come to us for a loan for a hair salon name. She'll remain nameless. Um, and he was qualified, but on the lower end of qualification. Right. But we got him qualified. We got him approved by the bank and very exciting. Um, Every one of our engagement documents say, once you've been approved by the lender, do not go and make any big purchases. Don't buy a house. Don't buy a car. Don't do anything dramatic that could affect your credit score. That's written on all of our documents and we articulate it just to make sure that everybody knows that that's an issue. So this guy gets approved. Well, then his store is being built, right? So this is, you know, leasehold improvements. And so uh, that takes about four or five months. On the day before a bank actually gives the final payout for a loan, they do a very deep credit pull. I mean, it's a credit pull that goes back to your childhood. I mean, it's everything. Um, well, when they did this guy's credit pool, they found that um, his credit score had dropped significantly. So we called to find out what in the world did you do? Well, he built a $50,000 swimming pool over the summer, no. waiting for his store to <laughs> open. And so there's the landlord with the keys in his hand and the bank with the check in their hand, and they could not finish the transaction because he no longer was qualified. And that $50,000 that he spent was part of the equity injection he was expected to show the lender. All right. So the first lesson we're learning is listen to Sherry and her team <laughs> and Fran Fund and don't go make big purchases. I, I, I think that's a fair one to, to give a good lesson on. That is um, a good one. You know, I think something that I hear a lot uh, as we talk to our clients, they always say, I don't even know what brand I'm going to pick. Why would I want to work on funding now? I don't know how much money I'll need. I don't know which brand I'm going to go with. What's your advice on that? Give some advice on when they should start the funding process. 
boy, that's a, a well-worn situation. But it's just like buying a car. And this is an analogy that, that has been used over and over, but it's a really great one because when you go into a car dealership, you need to know whether you're buying that beautiful, shiny vehicle that's on the spinner in the showroom floor or whether you're out buying a used car in the back lot. And so you've got to have some idea what your buying power is. And it doesn't matter which car, it's what, how much can you afford? And so that's the same process with franchise funding. It's to see what your options are because nothing's worse than getting excited about a brand and then finding out this out of your price range. Um, and so I greatly recommend, now we won't possibly come up with the final, final solution. We're just going to check for credit worthiness and, and buying power. And that is a simple process that um, we can do fairly quickly. And then that also, you know, a lot about buying a new business is fear. It reduces the fear of the candidate if they know that they're going down a path and they can actually execute when they do find something that they're thrilled about and want to get started with. I think it definitely helps with fear. And you know, it doesn't cost them anything, doesn't commit them to anything to just go through the pre-qualification process, right? That's exactly right. And it's it's very simple and um, I highly recommend it. You know, that leads me to another thought. Does everybody have to be a multimillionaire to be a business owner from your perspective? That is a thrilling part about what's happening in franchising right now. There are literally options for every, every um, buyer, the service-based businesses under $100,000 up to those that are, you know, significantly more than that. So that I'll get us back to the express loan again, that $150,000 or under um, there are, I'm sure you guys can, between the two of you name 20 or 30 franchise brands that would fit into that category and that would all be, excellent businesses. We certainly see those successes here every day. And that pool has grown so dramatically in just the last five years. So the availability of those lower investment, we're actually seeing buyers who are, I would say, almost overcapitalized to buy those, making investments in those now because they can scale so much more in a less expensive business. So, and you guys are willing to work with them on different ways of funding, combining those options potentially. Is that correct? Absolutely. Um, so I want to mention on the ROBS program, the rollover for business startup program, if the candidate is able to fund the entire business using those retirement funds, then they will start out having no monthly payments. So they break even more quickly than they would with having a loan out there. And then we see people frequently using the ROBS process to come up with the equity injection for an SBA loan. Let's say, let's say it's a $400,000 total project cost franchise. So the bank's going to want to see about a 20% personal cash injection. So $80,000. Most people don't have $80,000 laying around in their bank account. And so the rollover is a tremendous way to have access to those funds. 
So it sounds like our clients have a lot of great options, which we love to hear. And your team is the experts. Um, so we know we'd love to put a lot of our clients in front of you. But I want to know one thing. You can tell that you are very passionate about helping entrepreneurs. What is your personal compelling reason for business ownership with your husband, for getting into franchising? What is your why, Sherry? I always say, and probably you guys have heard me say this before, franchising is like Hotel California. <laughs> you can check out, but you can never leave. It is a tremendous industry. You know, one out of every eight jobs in the country is franchise related. It is most people don't realize how big the industry is. There's 4,000 franchise brands out there. It's a significant contributor to the GDP. We, my husband, Jeff and I love seeing the success stories. Um, we we're in the unique position of seeing all the different franchise brands come through and we're seeing these entrepreneurs at all different levels. And by the way, just because you've, invested in a franchise that the total project cost was on the lower end of the spectrum doesn't mean there's not tremendous earning potential for those brands. And we see that every day. We've been in business long enough now to see these people coming back and now they want to retire or they're selling their business to their kids or whatever the scenario is and actually, you know, selling their stock and putting money back into their 401k. And there's some several commas in some of those, uh, monies that are coming back into these retirement accounts. It's really exciting. And we love seeing that. I love a multiple comma situation for, <laughs> <laughs> for everybody. Involved. Amen. So Sherry, for our clients or anybody listening, if they want to work with Fran Fund and learn more about their funding options, how do they reach you? We have an easily accessible website franfund.com, F-R-A-N-F-U-N-D.com. There's a very short questionnaire on there that will get you to a live person quickly um, with, a, with a calendar invitation at your candidate's convenience, and uh, we will get started. Thank you. And we're always happy to send them over. And if you, you have anything else you want to share, Sherry, anything we missed today that you're dying to put out there? A lot of folks that we are talking to in this day, month, past several months, sat on their sofa during COVID and decided that they no longer wanted to be accountable to a company that they didn't own. And so we are seeing tremendous interest in that um, and people owning their own business and there's no better title in the world than business owner. And so we have been having such a great year and seeing this growth. There's some tremendous franchise brands out there that are in every, literally every segment of the market that you can think of. And from, you know, window washing to uh, car, car washing with no water to, you know, insulation and trash and all kinds of things. And it's just very exciting. So um, we're closing out this year with a bang and can't wait for next year. 
You really are closing it out with a bang. And you're right. There's so many great opportunities out there. I think we all love what we do. We love being entrepreneurs and helping more individuals get into entrepreneurship as well. So we just want to thank you today, Sherry, so much for your time. We really appreciate you taking the time on our podcast at FranPath Consulting. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Sherry. And thank you, everybody, for listening today. If that got you really excited, you can email us for more information at info at franpathconsulting.com. Please do not forget to follow this podcast on Apple, Spotify, or Podbean. Find us on Instagram at franpath, Facebook at franpathconsulting, LinkedIn at franpathconsulting, And we do offer a free business assessment to learn where to spend that money you're going to get from Sherry. And that is on our website at franpathconsulting.com. Have a great week.